This is Meg Tilton at the 8 Cow Life, episode number 67, Lessons Learned from My Social Media Fast. This is the 8 Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to episode number 67, everyone. Hope you're having an amazing day whenever you listen to this, and I hope you're enjoying fall, because it's fall. We carved pumpkins last night. Actually, I fell asleep and didn't participate because I was just totally wiped out yesterday. I just just wanted to sleep all day, honestly, but I didn't have that option. Anyway, so my kids had fun. My husband was a champ and kind of took that over. And yeah, this week is super busy for me. I have some really fun things going on that I will tell you about next week and or maybe the week after um, because they kind of go into the next week. Anyway, today's podcast is about the 10-day social media fast that President Russell M. Nelson asked all of the women in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to participate in. It was a challenge he gave to all of us, and I am the type of person that totally believes that we have a prophet living on the earth today who is the mouthpiece for God and for our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so when he suggests something or asks something of us, I am more than willing to give it a try and see how it works in my life. And this is something I'm, of course, always happy when I do what the prophet asks us, because I honestly do believe that we are blessed so much when we follow our prophet. And this was no exception. This fast that I went on was absolutely what I needed to do. Now, I will be honest with you. When that suggestion was made, when he came out in the Saturday evening women's session of conference, it could not have come at a worse time for my business. I was just ready, getting ready to launch official Facebook ads, my first set of official Facebook ads. And I was like, well, this is going to be a little bit tricky, right? Because my target market is LDS women. And so they're all going to be offline. So I had to write the company that is doing this. It's part of my schooling, actually. The school is helping us do this that I went to, the life coach school. And so I had to contact them and and kind of gave them the reasons why, and they were very understanding. And so I actually ended up launching about two weeks later, which was not what I wanted, but it's okay, right? It's not a race, people. It is not a race. And I have to constantly remind myself of that. Um, You do constantly have to be trying and striving as you are building a business, but it is not a race against anybody else in my opinion, at least. (laughs) That's what I think. So I am so glad that I did this. And there were so many eye-opening things that came to me through this experience that I really hope are life-changing for me. And I will link to the full address of what he talked about if you would like to read that, if you haven't had 
a chance to read it, or if you're not a member of the church and you'd just like to hear what he had to say. I think that he had great things to say, and he is definitely a champion of women and women succeeding and being part of building up the kingdom of God on the earth. And I think that this was a definite thing that he asked of us to do so that we can fulfill that job better. And I'm so grateful for it. So there were five major lessons that I took away from this experience of taking a break from social media. And I share these with you for a few reasons. First, I hope you can maybe relate and decide to maybe make some adjustments in your own life, just as I'm going to do. And second, I hope you will share with me what you learned if you did do the social media fast. I think everyone will learn slightly different things from their experience, and I would love to hear what your story is so that I could possibly apply those lessons in my own life and maybe also share them on a future podcast, a follow-up podcast on this subject in the future. So make sure you write me at meg at the 8 and let me know what you learned. And I will share it here on the podcast because I think that it's a collective learning when we're learning things. We can't, oh, we can never learn fully, I do not believe, without the help and the input of others. And that is so important. So let's jump right into those five major lessons that I learned on the social media fast. And I have to say, I learned them very early on in the fast. It wasn't like day 10, it all came to me. It was probably like day three that I was like, oh my gosh, look at all of these things that are happening happening as I've gone on this fast. So number one is social media is a total time suck. This is kind of funny. I don't think it was a coincidence that right about the time the prophet asked us to take a break, there was an app that popped up on my phone telling me that I could monitor and regulate the amount of time I spend on my phone and on certain apps on my phone. And it told me that in the week previous to this challenge by the prophet, I had spent 20 hours on social media. 20 hours. I want you to think about that. That is a part-time job. (laughs) Of course, some of my time on social media was for my job, so it was totally legit, but I know that a lot of it wasn't. And I actually have to really go back in and see what it is uh, considering my social media apps, because I don't know if it considers podcasts because I do listen to a lot of podcasts. And if it is, then that was part of it. But I definitely know that I spend too much time on social media. And I've talked about that in the past. And this was just another eye-opening experience for me to be able to see. Now, if you're like me, I often feel like I just don't have enough time in the day to get the things that I want to done. But seeing this and the time that I spend on social media was really eye-opening to see that I actually do have time. I'm just using it watching other people living their lives instead of living my own. Now that the fast is over, I am much more hesitant to jump on social media. Um, I have a rule that I've kind of put in place that I am totally off for Sundays. Although I will say, and I'm going to talk about this later in the podcast, when I'm not totally off of it, my default, it's kind of like my brain doesn't even think about it. I 
click on those apps, right? And so yesterday I found myself clicking on the app and typing something that I needed to know for this week, right? I was taking kind of a poll and I was like, oh my gosh, I told myself I wouldn't be on social media on Sundays. So I didn't look at it the rest of the day and I'm proud of myself, but it's hard. I have to consciously be aware that I am not looking on it because it's become such a habit. I'm also making it so that I have a limit of how much time I spend on there because ain't nobody got time to be on social media for 20 hours a week. That's ridiculous. So ridiculous. Okay. All right. Number two, getting off social media led to an increase in creativity. This was a huge one for me. I really think it's hard to tap into your own creativity and follow your inner genius when you are spending so much time looking at others' creative brilliances. Now, I think that we can get a lot of really good inspiration from others and that we can have that help us spark our own creativity, but you have to be really careful and make sure it doesn't start getting you derailed from your original ideas and purposes. There are always going to be people who have seemingly better ideas than you or something that looks quote unquote better. But I think a key element in being content and fulfilling your creative genius is to stay focused and don't go chasing after everyone else's dreams and ideas. We are dream chasers, but a lot of times we chase after other people's dreams instead of our own. So literally, like I said, in the first three days of being off, I had so many new ideas come to me that I just wasn't able to access when I was spending time looking at everyone else's ideas. So I had this huge brainstorm of things that I could do in my business. I had a clear vision of things that I wanted for my home. All of that kind of came to be because I was dialed into me instead of dialing into somebody else. Very, very important. So if you are having a really hard time feeling like, you don't know what to do or what the next step is, get off social media for a while. It'll come to you. I promise. Okay. Number three, I got more sleep. I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's true. I tend to be kind of a night owl. I like to stay up at night, but I'm not very productive at night. Like get me past like 830 at night and I'm, my brain is like jelly and I cannot focus and really produce anything of great worth or consequence, but I will stay up so late just scrolling through social media. And so what is it doing? It's depriving me of the sleep that I need so that when I am awake and I'm able to create and do good things, then I still don't have the energy because I've stayed up too late. And so I've instituted a new rule that I've had a hard time following through with, I'm not going to lie, of not scrolling on my phone after 8 p.m. So this is a good reminder for me to, to read these things too. So yeah, so definitely limit the time that you're on social media in the evenings because it is preventing your sleep and your sleep is what you need in order to be creative and to be able to get the things that you need done in your life, right? Yes, so important. Number four, my self-esteem went 
up. You know, recently I heard a psychologist, she's actually a fellow coach, report the studies of people's self-esteem after looking at social media. And the interesting thing is, is that it does two things for our self-esteem. First, if you look at like the posts that are the perfect life, you know, that we seem to put out there and that our life is totally perfect, it will totally cause your self-esteem to fall, which is kind of understandable, right? That kind of makes sense. But secondly, if you look at posts on social media that don't necessarily depict a perfect life, it doesn't do anything for your self-esteem. It doesn't increase your self-esteem. So really the moral of the research is, is that social media does nothing positive for your self-esteem. And I think that that's very telling in our society where many of us feel unconnected, many of us feel lonely, many of us feel less than, and I think it is because we are engaging in this activity that has no net positive effect for our self-esteem. In fact, the majority of the time, I think it's negative. So I think that coming to that realization is really actually a good time for me to actually quote what President Nelson said when he said what would happen and what he thought would be the benefits of going on the social media fast. He said, quote, first, I invite you to participate in a 10-day fast from social media and from any other media that bring negative and impure thoughts into your mind. Pray to know which influences to remove during your fast. The effect of your 10-day fast may surprise you. What do you notice after taking a break from perspectives of the world that have been wounding your spirit? Is there a change in where you now want to spend your time and energy? Have any of your priorities shifted even just a little? I urge you to record and follow through with each impression. Now, I can think of no greater negative and impure thought than the ones that tell us we are never going to be good enough or that we are never going to be worthy of making a difference in the world, right? That is where Satan is going to get us every time, all the time, is that we're not good enough, that we lack in some way. And so when I went on the social media fast, I felt so much more free to be myself and to live my life without worry of how I was going to like post it on social media or how I was going to feel after looking at someone else's life. I know this may come as a shocker, but I actually didn't miss anything of life altering consequences by not being on social media. But the time that I have spent on social media in the past, I sure have been missing a lot of my own life by being on social media. So I felt so much better about myself. I had so much more confidence. It was just a great experience. Okay, last one, number five. I experienced greater happiness. Now this one is kind of coupled with number four of the self-esteem issue. But overall, I was a happier person while I was off social media. 
And I really attribute this to not being plugged into virtual reality and getting more involved in actual reality, like the actual things that are going on in my life. Screens and updates from other people will never make you as happy as real life interactions and associations. There is really no substitute. And in fact, Dr. Tilton last night we were talking and he said, why do you think that people are maybe not feeling as close to each other and as connected? And I said, social media. I totally 100% believe that. So I am so grateful for this chance the prophet gave me and you, because everybody can partake in it, to take a break from social media. And if you haven't already done it, I highly encourage that you do so. I promise you're not going to regret it. There are only positive things that can come from it. Now, I've been off social media for a couple weeks now, and I've kind of alluded to some of the things I've learned but I wanted to kind of go over what I have learned and some things that I have done in my post-social media fast. So like I was saying, social media has a very strong gravitational pull for me. I'm not kidding. Social media for me is like a moth to a flame. (laughs) I get so easily sucked in and distracted by it. It has made me realize that I need more accountability from myself and from others. So for example, there are a lot of apps out there that help you control your time on certain things on social media. And I had Dr. Tilton put my social media apps under a password sensitive time limit. (laughs) So this way, if I schedule being on for just an hour a day, which is what I'm doing. I have an hour a day that I have access to social media on my phone. Now I still have access to social media on my computers, but I'm not sitting at my computer nearly as much as I always have my phone with me. So this is one step I've taken. So by doing this, it is a way of making sure that when I'm on social media, that I'm using that time very wisely. So I'll be using it to mostly do my business and connecting with my followers. And of course, I'll check in on people and kind of see what's in my feed, but I'm not going to spend exorbitant amounts of time. And before I click that app, I'm going to really think to myself, is this important? Is this really what I want to do? Now, I know for some of you, social media may not be an issue. I've heard that from people like, I don't really have a hard time giving up social media. And hooray for you. I am so glad that that is not an issue. But I know that I am not the only one who gets sucked into social media. And so I don't want anyone to feel bad about themselves if they are on social media a lot. I do strongly encourage you, though, to take this 10-day social media fast if you haven't already and do as President Nelson suggested and then record what you learned. So this is my recording. I'm putting it out there for everyone to hear what I learned from the social media fast and then go back and revisit what you learned often. And the perspectives and the insights that you will gain, I promise will be invaluable. In fact, I plan on doing a 10-day social media fast at least two times a year. At least. I may even do it four times a year. Just to clear my head and reset myself and my priorities. 
in a lot of ways, this is a mental detox. We have so many things out there that we see where it's like, take this cleanse and, you know, do this detox and start this thing so that you can get off on the right foot on a new diet or whatever. But how often do you actually take a mental detox? Do you just shut it all off and walk away and let your mind settle and become quiet and then let your mind generate the ideas and the thoughts and the things and let the spirit teach you the things that you need to hear because the spirit is competing heavily with social media and Satan knows that. So so Satan's like, get on social media. It's great. And the Holy Ghost is like, hey, like I'm the number one social media app you should be tapped into because I'm tapped into the greatest person ever, you know, the creator of our spirits and our heavenly father and Jesus Christ. So get tapped into that app, the Holy Ghost app. It will definitely help you. I would love to know what you have learned from your social media fast if you have done it. So like I said earlier, write me an email at meg at the and tell me the lessons that you learned. And I will definitely share those on a future podcast. And they can remain anonymous if you want. You can tell me you don't want your name shared or whatever. But I'd really love to hear what you learned. Also, a little ploy for this lovely little podcast that you listen to every week. If you feel this podcast has helped you in a way or any past episode has helped you in some way, I ask you to go and write a review. I would love a review. You guys are awesome. I know you are. And I see how many people listen to this on a weekly basis. And I don't have that many reviews. So make sure you click on over there and give me a review or give me a star rating. I'd really appreciate it. And then go share it with your friends. That's how we share and we get good things out in the world as we share them with everyone else. Okay. I hope you all have a great week. I hope you have a great Halloween. I'm going trick-or-treating despite my... Halloween scroogeiness. I'm going to get out there. All right. Have a good one. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.